Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Lips. Let's go. This moment's past Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment was past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Welcome back to another episode of Life of List. Hosted by Possibilities, powered by Paradigm Shift. Of course, I cannot do anything without those two. And so I always want to show some love to those folks. You know, I've come straight into the studio today off a plane, and I would be hypocritical if I did not slow down for the moment and do exactly what I'm asking all of the listeners to do, right? Which is to take in the small moments, to take in the small moments. So I want to highlight my producer Jazz today in her wonderful wardrobe. You know, I notice people a lot. I notice um, their smile and their eyes and their hands and their laughs. But I want to shout out Jazz's wardrobe today. She's mad comfortable and I'm super jealous. Uh, we were talking about her pants and her sweater and how she's been that way since high school. And so I want to take a time and make a list item check mark off Jazz's wardrobe. Fancy, fancy fire today. Shout out to you, Jazz, the producer, always in the background making me look good. So want to jump right in, but you know I can't jump in without first going back. And I got to give you the backstory on this chapter, which is called Lend a Hand. And if I could have a subtitle for this chapter, it would be Be the One That Lends a Hand Instead of Pointing a Finger. Be the One That Lends a Hand Instead of Pointing a Finger. Before I jump in, I got to go back. So I work with this guy, um... And over time, uh, moving from an intern to a full-time employee, uh, he just required, or he acquired this unique position amongst the staff. Uh, he started out as an intern, worked his way into part-time, then full-time. And as he joined the staff, it was clear uh, that the, the, there was no real position for this guy, uh, like everyone else, right? Everyone else had a real thing, a real position. Uh, but the only thing that this person had was passion and excitement, and he was eager to do whatever was put in front of him. Um, and, and this meant that his position and his associated responsibilities would sort of be this hodgepodge of leftover ideas and duties and responsibilities didn't really fit into anybody else's area. And, and everybody knew this going into this agreement, right? Everybody has a thing. This person does not have a thing. If you come up with a thing and the thing doesn't fit, you give it to this guy and he'll make it happen. And even though this guy was eager and he was ambitious and was willing, uh, I don't know that it was the, the best design. It was the best design, right? Everybody needs a thing. In fact, I, I did a, a podcast interview that talked about following your passion and your dreams. And if you follow those things, then eventually uh, your place and your time and your friends and the thing will follow you. I'll say that again. If, if you have a thing that you're passionate about, everybody has something that they're passionate about. If you find that thing and you chase and you follow and you pursue those things, then everything that you want will follow you as well. As you follow the thing, those things will follow you. Well, this guy didn't really have a thing. He had the leftovers of everybody else's thing. And I'm not sure that anybody could have done that job with this much joy um, or resilience as much as uh, this young man did. But over time, the staff tr started treating him 
like he was just kind of the leftover person that received the things. And that's not, that's not cool, right? I had a spot. Everybody else had a spot. But this person didn't really have a spot. He had the leftover spot. And it was really frustrating to see someone be so excited, full of joy and enthusiasm and ambition to be diluted, resolved to the leftover pile. That was very unfortunate because this person was somebody that was willing to lend a hand instead of pointing the finger. He initially started out as somebody that, that wanted to, to, to help everyone and do the thing instead of saying, that's not my job, but that's not my responsibility or that's not in my job description. He really wanted to, to, to help folks and he really wanted to find a spot and, and kind of ease his way into a position that was very unique to him and the opportunity that, w- that he was given. But everybody surrounding him just kind of treated him like the leftover projects or the leftover ideas that they had. They would, they would say things like, hey, you're not doing anything. Why don't you do this? Or, hey, that's a, a great idea, but it doesn't really fit into anybody's thing, so let's give it to him. right? They would say, hey, you don't really have anything to do. Take this and, and do this. And when you look back over his experience, he had all these weird eclectic things that didn't match. They didn't go with each other. And so he couldn't find a groove, and he couldn't find a theme. And when people asked him what he did, he couldn't really figure out how to explain it. He would sometimes describe it as, I do what everyone else uh, does not want to do. And that doesn't feel great. When you want to be a part of a team and you want to have a thing and you want to be passionate about something, but you don't really have something to be passionate about. And so this young man went from lending a hand to pointing a finger. And he would snap back and say no when people tried to give him things. And he'd say, I'm not doing that. The person that used to show up early began showing up right on time. And the person that used to show up, uh, stay late, ended up leaving uh, right on time. And the person that was eager and ambitious and enthusiastic to help became someone who was bitter and someone who was um, hesitant and someone that uh, begrudgingly did things instead of joyously did those things. And I want to talk about that today. What happens when you go from being excited about something, when you go from wanting to lend a hand to actually trying to get out of work and start pointing the finger at other people, start pointing the, the finger at other people. There are, are two ways that we can lend a hand, that we can help other people, right? Well, there's two, two ways that we can lend a hand. We can lend a hand to ourselves, right? We can build ourselves up and we can uh, build others up, right? And when I say others, others can be anything. It could be family, it could be spouse, it can be kids, it can be siblings, it can be people at your job, it can be community stuff, whatever, whatever it is. We either are helping ourselves or we're helping others. Now, hopefully everyone out there today that you're doing the work, right? Whether it's in therapy or whether it's in quiet time or sleep or exercise or drinking water or watching a movie, vegging out, whether it's uh, taking your shoes off and walking outside in the grass, whether it's getting fresh air, sitting under the sun, uh, leaning up against a tree, taking a picnic, going to a movie by yourself, whatever it is, hopefully you all are out there tending to yourselves. That's so important because in order to, to help others the, the best way that we can, we have to bring the best version of ourselves. And if we don't bring the best version of ourselves, then we can't offer the best help to others. So hopefully you all are out there taking care of yourself. I'll say it again. Take care of yourselves. Moms with kids, take care of yourselves. 
Dads with kids, take care of yourselves. People that are working these long weeks and these long hours, take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourselves, then you can't properly and effectively and wholly lend a hand to others. I honestly believe that we are put here on this earth, that we are, are, are communal by design, that we should be around other people. But in order for us to be around other people effectively and wholeheartedly and be present, we have to make sure that we tend to ourselves. So I'm, I'm going to step off that bucket, step off that, that soapbox of, of helping yourself. I want to make sure that I spend a lot of time in that space because we get caught up in doing the things for other people and showing up for work and building up companies for others and making the lunchbox for the kids and washing the clothes and cleaning the house all for other people and we don't tend to ourselves. So I wanted to make sure that I stopped on that point because that's not the focal point of today, but I wanted to make sure that you're helping others. Remember or that you're helping yourself. So there's two things. One, you want to make sure that the way that we can lend a hand effectively is first help ourselves, lend a hand to ourselves, do the things that we do for other people for ourselves first. Secondly, which is where I really want to settle today is making sure that we are lending a hand to others. Now, how do we lend a hand to others. You can do that in two ways. You can do it on their terms or you can do it on your terms. I can do it on my terms or I can do it on their terms. Now let's talk about doing it on their terms first. When we talk about lending a hand, lending a hand, you can sometimes show up and other people will say, I need some help and this is the way that I need the help. And you can say, yes, I want to do that. Or no, I don't want to do that. Or you can get more information and say, this is how I want to do that. Um, and you can really help build up somebody else's dreams. In fact, I told somebody the other day, I am a really good number two. And I'll stand by that to the day that I die. I'm a really good number two. I, I am so good about coming alongside people and helping their idea, fleshing it out, building up their companies, like expanding, expounding on it. I'm such a good number twoer. That sounded weird. It sounded like poop. I didn't mean to say that. But I'm really good. I'm a really good number twoer. I, I am a sidekick. I am a behind the scenes. I am a Robin to someone's Batman. I can do that really, really well. And in order for me to be effective in doing that, I got to know the vision. I got to know what they need me to do. Tell me your idea. I'll help make it better. Tell me what you want to do. I'll fill in the gaps. Give me your thing and I will add sprinkles and icing and the candle on top. I will make it better. I really believe I am a really good number two. That is how you help people on their terms. The other way, I think, is helping people according to our terms. Now, this is really important because we have to know our capacity and our capability in order to help people on our own terms. We have to be self-aware enough to know our skill set, to know our abilities and our willingness, because sometimes when we uh, uh, deny uh, those things and we begin to help people according to their terms instead of our capacity, then we get burnt out. Right. We overextend ourselves. We we uh, become resentful because I'm doing it not in a way that allows me to receive joy as well, but I'm solely focused on the other person. And I begin to uh, feel like I'm being taken for granted and you don't value me and I'm doing it. I'm building you up. And what do I get out of it? So we have to make sure when we when we are lending a hand, when we are helping others, that we are highly aware of our willingness, our capacity, our abilities so that we don't uh, burn ourselves out or uh, get in a place where we're, we're the least effective and not the most effective. Why is this important? Because when I think about the way that we 
lend a hand, not only to ourselves and to others. And when we're helping others, is it according to their terms or our terms? Because I think back on this young man who was full of excitement, was full of ambition, full of joy, willing, eager to help. And because he, he did not spend the time taking care of himself and figuring out his capabilities and his capacities and his willingness to do so, when he did not step back and think about how he wanted to participate, he got so far down the line that he began to participate on other people's terms and he began doing things that he did not initially agree to. What he agreed to was helping build and, and, and uh, filling in the gap and doing those wonderful things that helped the program shine. That He took those ideas that other people didn't want and he began to, to flush them out and he began to take them from a, a concept and actually bring them into the earth and uh, create programs where people could participate. And he, he did the thing. But because he, he didn't do it, in a way that allowed him to serve himself and serve others. He began to become a person that resented lending a hand and be, he began pointing the finger. What do I mean by pointing the finger? You are taking advantage of me. You don't care about me. You don't see my value. You don't appreciate my skill set. You, you, when we begin to get in this place where we no longer want to lend a hand and we begin to point a finger, something happened along the way. We begin to neglect ourselves. We begin to, to, to outwork our capacity. We begin to do things out of obligation and fear of rejection versus giving them a, a fully wholeheartedly honest yes because we want to do it and we enjoy it. And I think that's very unfortunate. And I think there's so many people who had the heart of a helper, but didn't take the time to check in with themselves and see what they actually could do. And they got burnt out. And so those people are now introspective. Those people are now uh, withdrawn. Those people are now hesitant to, to say the yes, even though they want to do the thing. They're hesitant to say the yes, even though they have the ability to do it. They're hesitant to say the yes because they burnt out and they're hurt. So for those of you that have become finger pointers, and you've turned your frustration and resentment and aggression out towards others, I want to give you this opportunity now. And on behalf of everyone that has hurt you, I'm going to say I'm sorry. That person didn't know what they were doing. They were really just pushing. They were just trying to achieve. They were trying to arrive. I, I don't believe that, that people, the majority of people, hurt people on purpose. I believe that they saw someone who wanted to help who didn't ask the questions, that didn't need much, and they took advantage of it. Young, young man, young, young lady, ma'am, sir, person, I'm sorry. And the reason I'm saying I'm sorry and the reason I'm apologizing, even on behalf of the people who burnt you out and took advantage of you, is because I don't want you to be that finger pointer. I want you to lend a hand. There's somebody out there that needs what you have. There's somebody that needs to hear your voice, that needs your skill set, that needs your talent, that needs your gifts. There's somebody out, out there that needs your generosity. 
And I want you to continue. I want you to pull that hand out of your pocket. For those of you that are out there sitting in your hands, you're like, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to volunteer. I'm not going to give my ideas because they're going to steal them. Nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm sitting on my hands. I'm sitting on my gifts. I'm sitting on my talents. I'm not going to do it. I want to encourage you to pull those hands out and lend your gifts and lend your talents to the people around you. We need you. We got to have you. We need your voice. We need your ideas. We need your gifts. We need your talents. Come on, we need your heart. We need your passion. We need what is on the inside of you to come out and bless this, this life. Bless this earth. Bless our communities. Come on. Get off those hands. Pull those hands out of your pocket and lend a hand. Because if you don't, we won't be better. We'll be worse without you. We need you. Sir, ma'am, person, we need you, not to point the finger, but to lend a hand. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios, signing off until next time. Don't let that small moment pass you, grab you a pen in the pad, life is moving too fast, throw down, live you a life of list.